We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas. Together and loving it. TNCs apply. The Sporting Capital with Sam Hargraves on SEN. It's the Sporting Capital on SEN. And Sammy is away today. Bond's in the seat with you. And absolutely privileged and thrilled to be here with you on the Sporting Capital tonight. And you can call in on the Harcourt's open line 1300 736 736. Be part of the show or the temper text line. 0433981116. But we're going to talk some NBA and some NBL with the uh, man itself. This guy gave me nightmares for a long time, but uh, I might chat with him. It's a pleasure to speak for the first time. Uh, Damon Lowry. G'day, Damon. How are you going? Oh, how are you traveling, young man? What's going on? Oh, look, mate, uh, just before we start talking about the NBL and NBA, I've got to go back in time. Um, I am an Adelaide 36ers fan. I'm from Adelaide, and I still have nightmares of you at the foul line after Darnell Me almost fouled you, and uh, <laughs> the ball the ball bobbling around and and sinking our championship hopes. Good times. I actually still have sweet dreams about that. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> let's uh, look. It's fantastic to have you on the show, but let's have a chat quickly first about the NBA. Um, the Brooklyn Nets defeated the Cavs in the play-in tournament today, 115-108, to advance, and they will play Boston. Yeah. I don't like their chances, neither. Um, yeah, obviously, Kevin Durant and Kyrie can get it going, and obviously, Patty Mills, the rock star, my main man. Um, you know, I know how dangerous they can be, but over a seven-game series, I just don't think they got enough to stop Boston. It was reported today that Ben Simmons could suit up for the first time for the Nets as well against the Celtics. Is is that a good thing to bring Simmons in in the playoffs? Do, do the do the Nets need him? I think the Nets need him, absolutely. I mean, even though Ben hasn't played in almost a, a whole full year, he can still be one of the best players on the floor defensively. And he can still just help the team out with depth because that's what they don't have. They're very small. Even today, you know, they go smart. They got Kevin Durant out there, and then they got Claxton. Then they, they surrounded by little guards. Ben can take a lot of pressure off them defensively, even if it was for a couple of minutes, just to kind of ease them into it. Kyrie Irving uh, today was unbelievable. I think he hit his first 10 or 11 shots, something ridiculous like that, ended up with 34 points. He's still one of the absolute stars of the NBA, isn't he? Oh, my God. Kyrie is just <laughs> – and he's fasting at the moment, too, because of Ramadan. So, he doesn't even need to be – he doesn't even need a full stomach to be able to give you 30 points. So, now he's unreal. And um, the more Kyrie's on the floor, the better chance they have. So, I'm also a Celtics fan. So, I like the fact that you have uh, you think that the Celtics will just take care of Brooklyn. I agree with you. I think, I think over a seven-game series, 
I, th- I think the Nets will win a couple of games just on the back of Kyrie and Durant. Um, Celtics have been very good in the second half of the season. They're a bit lost early, but uh, they're flying at the moment, aren't they? And, yeah, they are. And Kyrie always likes to say something special for Boston, you know, because the way that all has <laughs> yeah, unfolded. That's right. But Marcus Smart, who should probably win Defensive Player of the Year, is going to that's going to be a real good matchup between those two. But, um, yeah, Boston's been too good all year to, to drop that series. Who's your favorite to win it all, Damon? Oh, I want a repeat of last year's final, Phoenix and Milwaukee. Um, Milwaukee's got Brooke Lopez back. Um, so, and I'm a humongous uh, Giannis fan. I think, yeah, I think it'll be those two teams again. And may the best team win. It would be fantastic for Chris Paul to get a championship ring, wouldn't it? I would like to see him get a ring, even though I don't like Chris Paul. I mean, what don't you like about Chris point, Paul? He's just a little pain in the ass, this dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't relate to little people that's bugging everybody else. I don't relate to that. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> no, I mean, I like Chris, but, you know, he's just he's a tough guy. He'd be a great teammate and all that stuff. And for his, for his legacy, he absolutely needs a, needs a ring. Um so, yeah, good luck Good luck to him if he can do it. But I'd rather see Giannis go back-to-back. Yeah, I think, look, I, I, I think we're going to see the same two teams. I'd love Boston to go through uh, and and be in the final. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think we're going to see Giannis and, and Chris Paul at it again and Devin Booker. Uh, I think Devin Booker should be – I know he's missed a couple of games with injury, but he should be cherry ripe by the time they hit – hit the finals. Um, and Phoenix is actually better now because DeAndre Ayton is a better player. It's like getting a new guy. Cause hasn't last he, year, Ayton, has, yeah, hasn't he improved? He's, oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, he was absolutely um, uh, panicking a little bit in last year's final, but he's, he's coming up, coming up his own this year. Now, also, you've been uh, heavily involved with the NBL and on the NBL show uh, on a weekly basis. Let's switch to the NBL the Sydney Kings, absolutely the best team in the competition at the moment. 11 wins in a row. Can they be stopped? Yes, they can be stopped, but they are rolling right now. I mean, um, they get a lot of credit for their offense, but they don't get nowhere near enough credit they should for their defense. Um, yeah, they got weapons all over the floor, and it's hard to score on these guys. Melbourne United get most of the defensive publicity, but the Kings should get just as much, if not more. Do you think? Do you think this run? Do they need a loss before we hit the playoffs? I hear a few people saying those kind of things. Like you know, it, it makes absolutely no sense to me um, <laughs> why you would why you would want a loss. Like why? Just so, so it can refocus you? Like no, no, we're focused right now. It's like if you was at the casino and you betting on the roulette and you got twelve blacks in a row. Are you just gonna go red just for the sake of it? No, you don't want a red. You want to just keep rolling. So, no, the Kings don't want to lose. They want to run the table from here on out. Let's talk about Melbourne United. They've been uh, probably up until Sydney's run with the best team in the competition. Manny Delavadova, uh, Chris Goulding, Joe Luau Chill. They're a star-studded lineup. Um, are they still the favourites for you or, or are the Kings the favourites now? Well, it's, it's, i got three favourites. Um, any three of those can win it. The United got 27 great players on the team. They can just <laughs> throw anybody out there on the floor. Um, yeah, the depth is unbelievable. But I think it could trip them up because as the finals roll along and you need guys to get into a really good rhythm, 
and with their substitution pattern, it'd be interesting to see how they go. Um, because I know Sidney King's Jalen Adams, you're going to get a heavy dose of him on the floor. You're getting 32-plus minutes out of that guy. Um, and most teams will do the same in the top four. But United, they tend to sub a little bit too freely for my liking. But, hey, it could blow up in my face. And Dean probably knows what he's doing. So good luck to him. What about Perth and Illawarra? Can they make an impact through the playoffs? Absolutely. I'm I'm tipping a Hawk I'm tipping a Hawks Kings freeway series. That's what I'm tipping for the finals. I don't think Perth can do it. Um, Perth are no longer this juggernaut of a team at home. I don't care if they get eighty thousand people in there. I don't care how big that Red Army gets. I just don't think they have enough weapons. They got two superstars, but after that, they're they're compromised, in my opinion. So I don't feature. I don't see them um, making it to the final. But the Hawks are potent offensively they have the depth but they have offensive depth and now they start to buy in on the defensive end which makes them extremely dangerous so for mine it's the new south wales grand final so Mel- melbourne united miss out miss out see you later wow. sorry that's that's my tip <laughs> and uh, well, well we'll see if that's right if you you could be an absolute genius but like <laughs> Ill- Ill- illawarra illawarra for me just just have that capability to have an off night, mm. and I and I think with, you know, especially with some of the younger players, they can just have an off night. I think uh, that might hurt them come the playoffs. Another question for you, without notice: Who's the next yep. player from the NBL that's going to play in the NBA? Is there someone who you've seen across the season you think, well, if this guy keeps going in the right direction, he's going to he's going to play in the NBA? Well, we got next stars that's going to get drafted this year. So, yeah. out, out of New Zealand, we got Hugo Besson and Usman Jiang. Those guys are going to play NBA next year. Uh, Ayo Hook 40 is a, is a sleeper in the, late, in the second round. Um, but outside of those guys, I haven't seen anybody that really leaps out. Um, Mojave King, he was on some draft boards once upon a time, and he still got, I think, the athleticism to play NBA. Um, he needs to be in the right spot at the right time, obviously. And Luke Travers. Wouldn't be surprised if Luke Travers got some um, summer league interest. And um, once you get there, anything can happen. So, Besson and Deang, uh, they, they've played some outstanding games. And, again, you, with, with young players, you see the ups and downs over, over a season. They'll, they, yes, they'll likely get drafted. But who out of those two do you think is the first one to get court time? Yeah, I, they're both young kids. I would go you Usman, um, only because he's 6'10". He's a yep. 6'10 athlete that can handle the ball. NBA love guys like that. Now, obviously, he's very young. You can see that he needs to strengthen up, you know, physically and emotionally. But that's what the NBA is for. You know, he'll play some G League games probably and just cut his teeth in that league. But, um, but you just can't argue his size and his length. He, and, and I heard he's still growing, which is not even fair because I stopped growing when I was in the seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, I want to get your thoughts also on the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers. Their first year Love in them. the NBL, um, they have been they have become the sec- the second favorite team of just about every t- every fan. Your thoughts on them? My, yes, I, I'm, I'm I'm in that same camp. I'm, I've been flying that Scott Roth and Tasmanian Jack Jumpers flag all season. I just love the way he goes about it. Um, he has forced his team to buy in. A lot of coaches preach and have players that don't buy in. Well, Scott makes you buy in. 
He could have sent Mikhail McIntosh's import home. Nope, kept him right there, benched him, told him to you know pull his finger out, and just and just had faith that he would. Sure enough, Mikhail McIntosh did just that, playing good basketball right now. His imports, Josh, the both Joshes who were um, you know loose cannons, earned in the season. He's had the hard conversation with those guys. They're playing much more efficient basketball. It's just, it's just, it's, there's nothing you, you can't like about how they've been going about it. So, um, yeah, big fan of the Jack Dumpers, and hopefully next year they'll be even better. Yeah, in fact, they've they've sort of shocked the league a little bit. People didn't, especially early in the season, we didn't see this from them. And all of a sudden, a couple of upsets and uh, some better performances and a bit of consistency, and uh, they've been amazing. And Scott Ross deserves Don't a big, underestimate. Big sorry to cut you off. No, you go. Don't underestimate the power when you get a whole bunch of guys swimming in the same direction. You don't need that. You don't need superstars. You, I mean, Bryce Cotton's of the world. Everybody can't have a Bryce Cotton. Um, but you get 10 guys, 10 to 12 guys are all buy in, and it's just like an army of piranha was going on over there in Tasmania. You go down there with your star-studded team, you can come out of there with an L, because all these guys are going to do all the little things, the stuff that don't show up on stat sheets, they do very, very well. So I'm not surprised that they got big scalps and have won about 15, 16 games. Mate, it's been uh, fantastic to talk with you. Kings and the Hawks in the final. Kings win it or Hawks win it? Hawks, Hawks win it. There you go. Damon Lowry. I'm not biased. I'm not biased at all. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for your time and uh, an excellent chat here on the uh, Sporting Capital. Thanks, Damon. No worries. Have a good one.